You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. I'm Wayne Nelson. We've been talking today about the challenges that small business owners and entrepreneurs face in getting their enterprise off the ground keeping it financially healthy, and preparing for the day when the business transitions to new ownership. A big part of that challenge involves tax planning. McMillan President Sherry McMillan has some thoughts on that. Sherry, we've talked a lot on this program about the changes to the Income Tax Act in Canada. Uh, Where are we at? How do you plan? And how are people reacting to this new reality? Well, the acceptance level, I would suggest to you, is not there at this time. Even though, you know, we've been exploring this topic for a couple of years now, the fact is that our particular tax in Alberta has increased by over 9%. And that's not just impacting us each calendar year. What wasn't talked about is the fact that that impacts your state by 9% as well. So, for example, if in your estate you were going to owe um, 400000 of income tax on a million dollars, you now owe four hundred and ninety. That's a very big difference especially if we're talking about things like the cottage or family business. And, you know, this is something people need to be aware of, that this kind of math is impacting themselves. So what we're finding is we're busier than we've ever been because families want to mitigate this tax and want to be proactive and in a defensive position, no matter what the rules are and no matter what the unfolding of the new legislation is coming. And we know it's coming. We're just not certain of the full details yet. So one of the great things about being proactive in tax, and I think that's the key, is you have to be proactive in tax. You can't wait until the changes occur. You have to be in advance of the changes because frequently you can be grandfathered if you do these kinds of strategies in advance of tax legislational changes. So we have many families right now, for example, in business, in family business, where we are endeavoring to get approvals for their net worth, their whole estate, um, up to about 25% of their value of their entire estate as an asset base that will grow tax exempt. And the CRA actually has language for this. It's called the maximum tax range on an estate. And many families don't even know they have the privilege to utilize this. So for most of the families that are feeling that the income tax each calendar year is having a dramatic impact, or alternatively will also have an impact in their estate. These are wonderful solutions to mitigate that income tax. And if they've designed properly, although the tax rates have gone up, they're not going to be impacted the way the rest of the community is that does not plan and prepare for that. And you're using legitimate rules in the Tax Act to do the planning. So all people have to do is recognize that there may be some options, come to someone like yourself and ask, what are my options? And then have all of these kinds of things like estate freezes and trust legislation and so forth put in place. But again, the key, Sherry, is to your point, is to be proactive on this. The, the chat and chatter that has happened with the increase of the taxation is a lot of people being outraged and saying, I'm going to go offshore. Um, you know, people were, you know, quite vocal about these proposed changes. And some people really did go offshore. But... 
in general, in Canada, I want to share with families that you don't need to go offshore to conserve tax. You need to plan in Canada to conserve tax. And we have many families that once they've done their full life plan and estate plan, they realize they never needed to go offshore whatsoever. They just needed to plan because CRA has given us opportunities to preserve family businesses, to preserve families' estates, but we need to utilize the tools that are there for us. If we don't employ them and wait until we pass on or until the tax year has ended, we're just going to pay the tax because it's not forgiving if you didn't know you should utilize a particular write-off or a particular tool. So the importance, I think, right now is we're having a lot of demand on our services in the community at present because people are really focusing on how do I mitigate annually that higher tax and how do I also mitigate it in my state. And offshore comes with its own set of problems. Offshore is very complex and our governments, you know, rightfully so, are looking in offshore arenas because it's a lot of history and hiding values offshore. So it's something that's being looked at under the microscope. It's not something I suggest that families take lightly or do unless they are legitimately offshore. If they're not offshore and they're just traveling, that is a very different you know, situation. So I have very few families that end up offshore because they're linked into Canada for their health care. Their parents are here. Their grandchildren are here. Um, you know, Their family is here and they feel safe here. So they may travel, but they're coming home here. So if they're on a Canadian passport and let's say they're living in the Cayman Islands, that's one thing. If they're living in Alberta, they're traveling, they have a winter property that they're staying at for three months to get away from all this ice and snow. Well, that's quite something else from the point of view of tax planning and trying to hide income in the Caymans. That's right. So what we recommend to a family that is that Canadian type of family that snowbirds and resides here predominantly is that we use the maximum tax reserve to plan their estate to mitigate that income tax. Now, when we use that maximum tax reserve and we can use it up to about 25% of someone's estate, what happens then on 25% of their state, it starts to grow tax-free and tax-exempt year to year. And it compounds upon itself, obviously. And ultimately, they're not paying income tax on that value, which just gives them more wealth during retirement. But most families have not even contemplated this arena of tax or are not even aware that it exists. And of course, does apply to families that are affluent. But to me, affluence is six figures or more. And you start to look at these ideas as very valid for you on an annual basis and in your state. And again, the point is, there are provisions right here in Canada where, let's say, if you went from $400,000 tax to $490,000. Now, as you say, that's a 9% gain. But with good planning, you might go up from $400,000, but you might not get to four hundred ninety. You might pay something less than that using the rule book that exists today. That's right. And if we're really keen, we might even get the tax rate down to two or 300,000 by this proactive planning. So you can see the variance, you know, it's not a small variance, it's a massive variance by being proactive and utilizing the tools that are legitimate and valid in Canada that we're allowed to use as families. Now we're not allowed to have our entire estate grow tax exempt. That would be fantastic, but it's not possible. But we are allowed for a proportion of it, so why wouldn't we use that opportunity? Good advice from Sherry McMillan. 
It's never too soon to start a life plan. It might be too late to dictate your wishes if you don't have documentation in place. Life plans are all about maximizing wealth, protecting assets, and minimizing tax. They're about making sure your wants and needs are protected and your wishes are honored. You can get a lot of good ideas about life planning by going to MacmillanEstate.com and reading the blog topics that are posted. Then call the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464 and make an appointment to sit down with the Macmillan Estate Planning Professional. The Macmillan team will take you through the process step-by-step step and craft a plan specifically suited to your wishes and needs. You can also take in one of their free seminars to learn more about the process of building a life plan. The next seminars are February 26th in Edmonton, the 27th in Red Deer, and the 28th in Calgary. It might be the best 90 minutes you can invest in your own future and the future of those you love. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.